0: Now, the story of A.J. Buck goes far beyond the confines of his feud with the Stone Mountain gang. Despite his Uncle Buck's warning, A.J. often found himself in need of honest work. One of his efforts to be a productive citizen came in his early 20s. On Memorial Drive in Decatur, AJ had procured the position as produce clerk of the AMP Grocery Store. The store was near Ponce de Leon Boulevard. Ponce de Leon Boulevard was the red light district for Decatur. A.J. was fond of hitting the Jaguar Club after a hard day of stacking cabbage. Now, the a store was the mingling point of a variety of types, from the old money grand dames to the street hustlers and the button-down business types. A.J. was famous for many escapades in his short tenure as a produce clerk, but one of his most memorable moments was brought to life in a movie that he later starred in. You see, A.J. had a lot of irons in the fire, and most likely would borrow a pair of gloves from anybody handy if their irons got too hot. Now, in this movie scene, A.J. was playing himself, and the scene was based on a true incident Occurring in that A and P store. AJ was minding his own business, sort of. Seems he was having a hard time grabbing and stacking some really slippery cucumbers. Now, the cucumbers are treated with a waxy film to make them look good for the customers. However, sometimes the wax combined with a little natural sweating from the storage makes the cucumbers as hard to grab as a greased pig. Oh, well, A.J. had just seen a mother and a child stroll past, and a little child about three to four years of age had unexpectedly stuck his middle finger right in A.J.'s face. Well, I'm sure the child meant no harm. I'm sure that's true, but the instinct that his Uncle Buck had refined in A.J. to never take a slight laying down had kicked in. See, A.J. on the first opportunity when the child's mother wandered away a tad, A.J. waltzed over to the child's stroller and he offered him a sample. And then, in typical Buck's style, he took it back, causing the child some bit of remorse. Apparently, the precocious child recovered his bearings and plotted some revenge. You see, A.J. had pretended to give the child a store sample. The sample of the day was strawberry and cream cheese. A.J. had taken away the strawberry, but he left the little tub of cream cheese on the stroller tray. Now, as A.J. was trying to manhandle that slippery case of cucumbers with varying degrees of success, one of the old money grand dames had just rustled past the cabbage and was rummaging through the broccoli and had hidden to the cucumbers. And That child, still somewhat alone, was playing with the cream cheese cup left by A.J. And the old money grand dame was a handsome woman wearing a button blouse with a couple of buttons fashionably open to better display some of her jewelry. At that precise moment, a moment frozen in infamy, A.J. had grabbed a particularly slippery cucumber. The cucumber propelled from A.J.'s hand straight into the bosom of the old money grand dame. It was at that instant the moment of precocious revenge had been enacted. A.J. instinctively reached for the errant cucumber, and in one instant, A.J. was grabbing the errant cucumber, a piece of the woman's bazier, as the tub of cream cheese Strategically launched by the vengeful toddler, it landed right on that errant cucumber, the woman's brassiere, and A.J.'s hands. It was a most awkward moment in world history, there ain't no doubt. The spectacle was riotous indeed, and the next day A.J. was promoted to night shift or well, even more bizarre events occurred So after a few days into the night shift, A.J. had found some benefits to working the graveyard shift. He had all day to sow the seeds of his flourishing youth, and while everybody else was sleeping, he was getting the day ahead. That was what A.J. thought a few days into the graveyard shift. Our story moves ahead to after a few weeks on the night shift. A.J. was discovering the health benefits of regular sleep and living proof of the consequences of neglecting the art of achieving regular sleep. His neighbor was intent on restoring a 1957 Ford Ranger to optimum condition, a project heading into its second decade but progress was being made. The old truck was being cranked and run at full velocity in alternate periods of most every day and twice on Sunday. So getting his minimum daily requirement of shut-eye was enhanced by a chance encounter with an old running buddy from way back. Let's just call him, well, Let's just forget him, because he wasn't much help to A.J., except he offered him the opportunity to spend the day at his crib so he could catch some winks. Well, it seems our friend liked to mix and partake of exotic mushrooms. He used them to make tea, so... A.J. was due in for duty at produce night shift. Running a tad behind, he grabbed some of that exotic tea. On the county, he still felt groggy. The night it produced was routine. All A.J. had to do was stack some grape crates and sanitize the prep room. Stacking the crates of grapes from a variety of tropical locations went well until A.J. noticed he was seeing three of everything. And needless to say the crate stacking took a strange turn it took long enough for a rather unusual spider to emerge from the nestled comfort of the crate the spider was thirsty So we found him something to sip on right there at the cleaning station. Apparently, certain tropical spiders have strange reactions to cleaning compounds. The spider started to grow rapidly. Well, in a matter of moments, it tripled in size, and soon it was the size of a small dog. And then a big dog. But it wasn't a dog. It was a spider from a rainforest. And AJ was seeing 3 of them. Now AJ didn't run from danger. And he didn't run from these spiders neither. Now well, he didn't run from these spiders. So A.J. was seeing three of them now, and he didn't run from danger, and he didn't run from the spiders, but he couldn't run from the mess he was making out of that prep room. It was never a fair fight. But the spider kept growing. The spider kept growing in size and capacity. The spider was spitting flames of a greenish nature. The spider was angry, capable, and inspired. A.J. fought vaguely, using all the knives around the prep room and hurling anything and everything at the growing monstrosity. The spider was still expanding. And fighting. To the wee hours and into the early morn, the two gladiators battled. The spider was about to crack the ceiling. The sprinklers had come on. The alarms were ringing everywhere. If this contagion escaped the building, who knows what would happen? It was still growing. The spider was still growing and still snarling. The spider had gotten an attitude. It was mocking AJ and laughing and still growing. Desperate now, Desperate now, for sure, A.J. knew the spider could not be allowed to get away. In a desperate moment, A.J. hurled his last available weapon, and desperately he tossed the thermos of mushroom tea high and hard, and the cocky spider grabbed it with a huge tentacle. The spider stared at A.J. and drank the tea and laughed. The spider was almost crashing the walls and the ceiling with his unchecked metabolism. The moment the spider drank that mushroom tea, he began to halter. He began to stumble and started shrinking, like the air out of a balloon. Within moments, the spider was reduced to normal size, the very same moment that the fire department, the police department, and the store managers, and even the mayor, had walked in to that prep room. And the explanation was considered insufficient.